What is going on, everyone? Happy Friday. It feels like the longest week in recorded history for some reason. Uh, welcome <laughs> to today's news tonight. I'm your host for this episode, Steve Bowling. I'm joined, as always, by my good friends and GVG co-founders, Ash Paulson and Derek Bittner. The whole crew's here today. And we have our special guest, Katie, who is a social media manager for Sega. Odds are, if you like the blue blur, she has some good opinions for you. Uh, Katie, <laughs> how are you? I am doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so glad we were able to get you on the show just two days after Sonic's birthday. Like, I I celebrate Sonic's birthday every year. It's really important uh, to me just because I was... It's one of the few franchises that I was just old enough to remember, like, getting getting the game when it first came out. Uh, Because I was nine. Like, it was my ninth birthday, and my mom bought me Sonic. And ever since then, it's been, it's been like a, a really sentimental series for me, just in general. In fact, um, my grandmother passed away a couple years ago. um, And because of that, I hold my copy of Sonic 2 very, very near and dear to my heart because, uh, oddly enough, it is the only sample of her handwriting that I still have because oh. uh, she had taken a note from a phone call when I was a little kid, and the only thing she had was my copy of Sonic 2, and she like flipped it over and wrote on the back of it. And at the time, I was so upset. I was like, how could you do this to me? And now, now it just makes that copy of Sonic 2 so much more special oh. to me. Um, oh my gosh, yeah, you can never sell that. Yeah, never, no. never. It, it's so cool, one of the Steve. reasons that as a nearly 40-year-old man, I still have like... A, a intentionally non-mint copy of Sonic 2 for the Genesis. <laughs> um, that's so cool, Steve. I had no idea about that, because that's funny. There's a parallel there with me. My grandma on my dad's side, who's like really the only grandparent I had a really good relationship with, uh, got me Sonic 2 and a Genesis for, I don't even remember which, which holiday or birthday. Well, I think it was holidays. But when I was like probably eight years old or something, she got me that. So I always have, have uh, associated Sonic 2 and Sonic in general with my fond memories of my relationship with her. I love that parallel. Who, who, who'd have thought? How I mean, awesome is Sonic? Grandmas give Sonic. That's just what, right. <laughs> what I've learned. It seems like it. I, I don't think yeah. I got my, my copy of Sonic from my grandma. grandma. Instead, my story is uh, we got the Sega. We got a Sonic 1. I was excited to play it, but my dad was the one who hooked it up with his friend. And then rather than let me play it, my dad proceeds to play it with his friend for a solid hour it. before I even got to touch it. I'm watching them like, oh, God, no. they suck. Oh, see, my, so, so there is a parallel there. My parents did the same thing uh, when they bought us our Genesis. It was a Christmas gift. And we got like the, the launch model Genesis with the altered beast pack in. And oh, nice. uh, they were, nice. they were my, my father was like, this looks cool as hell. Why am I going to let these kids play this? And he, <laughs> he played it all Christmas Day. And I was like, please give me my Genesis. I love it. Um, I love that so much. Sonic was actually my first game, my very first console game. Wow. Oh, wow. I got the Genesis. Oh, nice. Okay. I'm pretty much the same age as Sonic. I have an older brother, so I think they got it for him. And then they found that I love video games probably even more. So nice. Sonic nice. really kickstarted my love for gaming. And it's really cool to be here now. That's yeah. so cool. Well, before we get too far in, I just want to, I, I kind of mentioned this a little bit before we actually went on air, but I just want to uh, say thank you, Katie, because it was before I put two and two together, but I actually gave you a Twitter shout out earlier this week, thanking you for your role in bringing us the Sonic Symphony. And I hadn't put two and two together. Steve had said, oh, we're having Katie from Sega on on Friday. And I just didn't put two and two together. So I just want to say to everyone watching, 
she is you're in a huge part responsible for bringing us the sonic symphony everyone knows mm-hmm. video game music is so important to me sonic music is that symphony was amazing and thank you so much for making that a reality truly genuinely from the bottom of my heart it just made me so happy so thank you very much yeah. you guys are gonna make me cry <laughs> you brought the sonic community together which um yeah it's a little difficult <laughs> i was gonna say that's that's not an easy feat to accomplish no, to, no to it's not unite sonic's yeah. fandom around one thing I think one of my favorite tweets that I saw was like, the Sonic Symphony brought world peace to Twitter for two hours. I was like, you know what? Yeah. You're not Everyone wrong. was happy yeah. for two hours. I'll take it. Yeah, I've I've been meaning to. I've caught clips here and there. Unfortunately, I was really busy the day of the symphony, uh, but I kind of just want to like throw it on my TV and just watch all the way through. So I hope this weekend I'll, I'll find it's that so time. It's good, man. I know. Yeah. I, and I'm not a huge video game music fan like you are, Ash, but Sonic music specifically sonic music yeah. holds a very special place in my heart just because it's so joy like right. some of my favorite tracks in all of gaming are from sonic like uh you know the the whole track uh or the whole soundtrack of sonic adventure is like burned into my memory because of how much i played that game <laughs> Hell yeah um starlight zone from sonic one remains oh, like yeah. probably in my top three so all-time underrated. favorite video game songs starlight zone needs more representation that gets so yeah. little representation it's like it's one yeah, of my yeah. it's my favorite level from sonic one it, it really is mine too yeah. actually yeah mine's mine Star- well. starlight zone is what you get for getting through labyrinth zone yeah exactly. i think that's partially why i love it because it's I not think so. labyrinth zone yeah that's true man yeah now I even go back. back in the day it felt like a reward to like get through i, I remember what, when i was playing sonic one as a kid i like so many other kids it was so difficult for me to get through labyrinth zone when i could even get through it and that wasn't even a guarantee so when i did get through it starlight zone felt like a reward like you said like a breath of fresh night air i guess there you go mm-hmm. yeah oh man mm-hmm. that, y'all had me wanting to play old school sonic but well, we got we, we actually have news to talk about today i guess yes. um which which we we intentionally created a sonic news heavy episode so and fortunately there was actual like sonic news that we hadn't talked about on the show yet because we tend to jump at it whenever there's a chance um yeah yeah there's just a few sonic fans here um before we continue katie i have to ask you classic or modern sonic this is important. Ooh, oh, <laughs> that's oh, so man. difficult. Putting her on the spot. I, I know. It really is. Because, I mean, I started, obviously, with Classic. Yeah. I have all those good memories of Sonic 1 being my first game. But also Sonic Adventure 2 is really special to me because I played that a lot with my older brother. And that got me really into the Chow Garden and everything. Mm. Oh. <laughs> man, but then Sonic Mania is so good. <laughs> Right. <laughs> You're making me choose between my two favorite children. This is, this is not good. Both the same child. It's just do you, want, do you like them when they're young, or do you like them when they're older? I love him at every stage in his life. Yeah, well, that's a go. good answer, especially that for someone working life, for yeah. Sega. I, I, I'll take that. I appreciate that. I mean, right. obviously, we all know here at GVG that I believe in classic, or as I like to call him, Fat Sonic. He's Right. It's just so porky and cute. Anyway, <laughs> before before we move into our news stories for the day, we do have a couple super chats. Uh, I believe our first one is from Geller with a $5 super chat. says, oh, go ahead. I was going to correct you because I actually was surprised that this one came in before we even started streaming. Oh. Uh, Blind Man V2. 
Sorry, yeah, I see that now. Uh, so Blindman V2 says, hey, GVG. Okay, so WWE has been doing some restructuring lately, both backstage and on-screen talent. Would you equate that to, like, EA releasing game people? Oh, that's tough. Um, I am not a modern WWE fan. Like, I was, you know, back when they were called the WWF and Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior and all those guys, Macho Man. Basically, when WWF was fully cocaine-fueled, I was there for it. <laughs> I didn't know that's why they were all so hyper, but I'm pretty sure that's why. Um, I mean, I'm going to say they're similar insofar as just folks losing their jobs unexpectedly sucks, no matter what the circumstance. Uh, obviously, it seems like WWE is trying to sugarcoat uh, the fact that they're laying off lots of people. like, And because, unlike in game dev, uh, WWE wrestlers are much more public facing then i guess they have to say something outwardly publicly to people and i would i would say that's probably in a weird way uh makes it better because a lot of folks uh that get let go within game dev positions you're lucky if you find out like you're lucky if you see it on twitter or if you see a report somewhere uh but a lot of these layoffs happen and those folks it's never publicly made known that these folks are now looking for jobs uh, you know, at least the WWE folks have the benefit of like public visibility. And that might mean that someone might see that like, oh, hey, this person lost their job and reach out to them and say, hey, we'd love to have you. And I wish that would happen more for because uh, because the turnover in game development, not not at all studios, but at many is is really concerning. And that's a lot of talented folks that in many cases uproot their entire lives to go work at the publisher they've wanted to work at, you know, uh, so. Not not necessarily the same, but a, a terrible situation all around. Uh, hopefully, hopefully there's less nuance to these other super chats. <laughs> I know, right? Um, Jeez. Yeah, I just didn't want to gloss over a, a heavy topic. Uh, happy weekend. Right. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, Geller right. with a uh, $5 super chat says, I can't believe they hyped Digital Epo like that. For those of you that are wondering what that is, Epo is a boxing manga that apparently Geller and I both follow. It definitely seemed like they were going to announce something way bigger. Um, but I will counter with this, Geller. Digital manga is a cool thing because it makes it that much easier to be redistributed like in other languages if it's only available in print form people have to scan it upload it and and having the mangaka's consent means that there's a higher likelihood of an official western release for that manga because it's much easier to get your hands on the raws so i'm hopeful um but i would love a season four of the anime uh alan wilkinson with a two dollar super chat or two pound super chat apologies says so this is how sonic gets that gvg sponsorship i think it's the other way around yeah i think, I think sonic yeah, is a right, bit right, bigger right around than gvg sure. um yeah but yeah if i could get like i i am a sucker oh. for sonic merch and i know you are too ash you were looking at that sonic bling, oh, yeah. uh and and lusting after it in oh, a way sonic that i am is so yeah <laughs> like any sonic and mega I man merch it. i'm just i'm screwed man you put mega man and sonic merch in front of me i'm gonna want to buy it it's just the way it goes yep i have the worst luck yeah. with sonic shoes like every single sonic and shoe collaboration <laughs> that i've seen i've loved and i've never been able to find them in my size by the time they go for sale so i've yeah. missed out oh, every man. single time and i'm talking all the way back to the Dreamcast days when they actually sold like the soap Sonic brand grinding shoes. I was going to ask about the soap shoes. I wanted those and I couldn't get them. Oh, uh-huh. um, and, and I saw the Pumas at E3 a couple years back, and I was like, "Damn, I want those!" And by the time they came up for pre-order, they my size was out. Like apparently, I have the most average sized foot in the world. <laughs> yeah, you're just very common feet. You know, yep. This reminds me, Katie. Are you who I talked to about review copies of the Sonic Blade? <laughs> Sonic Ice? Is that- 
<laughs> are you who I talked to about review copies of that? I don't remember if that was me. Okay. But gotcha. I mean, she is she she works with influencers, and I feel like like an influencer is the exact type of person who would post about the Sonic right. bling. In true, but you'd right. have to true. do hashtag sponsored. You know, I just um, have somebody just pull yeah. it up all the time. Just I like I would unironically boy. love to see Ash wearing wearing like a knuckles necklace. Um, oh, I, I wouldn't even unironically unironically just, un-ironically, just get him a video. Get yeah. him that Knuckles necklace and get him to sing the uh, one of Knuckles' songs. Oh God, that yeah. that might be going a step too far. I don't know if I should be doing the Knuckles raps uh, <laughs> while wearing that, but I'll at least wear them. So they're so good. I want all of them. They they right? look cool. So cool. I, I will admit they're absolutely not something that I could pull off, but oh, no. I do think they look really cool. Oh, I like, don't think I can either. Yeah, I, I would definitely buy one for my wife though. Like I feel like she could look good in it, but I certainly can't. <laughs> I just, uh-huh. I just don't have that that kind of swagger. But if you do, more power to you. I think Ash could pull it off. I could see Ash doing it. Ash really? Right, oh man! I think he got the right swagger for for Sonic Bling. Yeah, I I just couldn't. Maybe a ring, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, man, that was something I did not expect to hear in 2021. I have the right swagger for Sonic Bling. I'll take it. It's a Friday. <laughs> hell yeah! This is a win. Nice. That is the highest honor, honestly. Yeah, I'm yeah, not disagreeing exactly. either. I think you could, yeah, you have the best chance out of all of us. Hell Fair yeah, enough. Man. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. Jaden Buck with a $5 super chat. He's he's putting me to the test here. He says, hi, miss. Uh, I'm, I'm going to kill your name, Katie. I'm sorry. It's uh, Cherzanowski. Cherzanowski. Uh, We're close. Nice. I was so close. He cool. said, if the person reading this pronounced your name wrong, change it. I have a good track record with names, but yeah, not always. <laughs> anyway, I apologize okay. for the mispronunciation. <laughs> My name is painfully Polish. I do not blame you. <laughs> let's see uh adam o'sullivan with a one pound 99 pence super chat says first game i ever played was sonic 2 so many memories and a good game to start with yeah man you're you're lucky my first game it was a sega game but it was uh i want to say it was hang on uh the combo Mm -hmm. cart was safari hunt for the sega master oh cool that tells you how old i am anyway (laughs) um Dat Michael guy with a five pound super chat says insert question about future Sonic projects. Katie isn't allowed to answer here. Yep. <laughs> Those are, yeah. She told I'm, us all of them and we can't repeat them. Yep. Our she minds just are gave us all the Sorry, secrets. Guys. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. Under exactly. We are, we are now Sonic <laughs> insiders. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see. N N A X Ethan is I'm sure that's not the right way. I'm sorry. I, think I'm, I just said Nax Ethan before. Nax I'm Ethan. Sure that's right though. Yeah. Nah, cross Ethan. I don't know what you're going for there. But anyway, uh, I want to say really, truly thank you to Katie for all the hard work she put in on the symphony. I laughed. I cried. I danced. You are a legend, Katie. Yes. Cosine. It was not just me. There was so many people who put this together and we are all just so pleased that everyone loved it and can continue to love it. We didn't want it to be like a one and done have to take the stream down after so mm-hmm. nice. so glad Forever. it was archived and if you ever want to make it a tour you got my ticket purchases to every single one i can make it to i, I promise so much that. merch yeah I'm, I was sure, definitely... I'm sure by the way the that artwork of all this uh the, the classic sonic characters in their concert outfits oh, that so needs good. to be a poster oh yeah it really just does so cute i love all it. of the art that karasuno san makes is just fantastic she also made the conductor sonic art that we used oh. to promote it oh that was nice. so good too i loved all of the that. art you see on the japan twitter is normally made by her she's just oh, wow. so talented i love that 
Nice. Also, apparently oh, it's Nax Ethan. Nax Ethan. Nax. Okay. okay. Uh, I'll remember that for next time. I apologize. That was my first time reading one of yours. I, I know you've mm -hmm. super chatted before, though. Uh, late Night Sprites with a $5 super chat and our final one before we move on to the news. My hope for the final scene of the Sonic film sequel is military base gets breached, soldiers knocked out, metal music blaring, only to reveal Big the Cat. <laughs> Which, I mean, <laughs> Froggy. Keep yeah, exactly. hoping. He's, just, he's there for Froggy. That's it. He yeah, can't stop him. <laughs> God, that would be Big amazing. Big waste fools for Froggy. I am, yeah. I am, uh, pretty, pretty hyped for the movie. We'll have more to discuss about Sonic the movie too, though. Later on in the show, right. we we definitely have a story up for that, so stay tuned. Uh, but getting into the news because there is surprisingly a good amount of it. It's like E3 ended, and then people just didn't realize that and kept releasing stuff. So uh, let's go ahead and start with probably the one that I'll talk the most about. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that is that this morning, Microsoft revealed Windows 11. And you might be saying, why are you talking about Windows 11, Steve? Why? <laughs> I'm already going to sleep. Um, and, and the reason this is significant is because uh, Windows 11 is, seemingly has some deep Xbox integration to it. And what I mean by that is that a lot of the features that Microsoft kind of touted as being the reasons you should pick up and Xbox Series X are now making their way into their new iteration of Windows, uh, specifically Auto HDR, which takes your old games, like Sonic 06, I guess, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and gives them the HDR treatment. Uh, Windows, if you've ever gamed on Windows, HDR in Windows is very, very bad and is uh, a horrible, like it looks way worse than if you just plug in your PlayStation or, or Xbox. Uh, so hopefully Windows 11 has better... Uh, better integration with HDR and games actually look the way they're supposed to. Uh, direct storage support, which is uh, basically Microsoft's version of like that super fast loading that PlayStation 5 is known for, is coming to PCs. I don't think my PC can handle it. Probably yours can't either. Uh, but it's good yours to know can't, that... I can't. <laughs> Derek's can't handle normal loading. Yeah. <laughs> <But>, um, <laughs> And then finally, they've integrated the Xbox app into Windows 11, which includes xCloud. So if you want to be able to stream games, say, from, like, a laptop or a, a Chrome, well, not a Chromebook, but, uh, you know, a, uh, a notebook or something like that, then you could stream games directly from xCloud, which are now Series X versions, which I think we didn't cover in our last episode. Um, they started upgrading their xCloud to next-gen performance. Uh, so... Kind of neat stuff, not a huge thing, but I am excited to see what this means uh, specifically for the game I'm playing most on PC right now, which is PSO2 New Genesis. Um, I'm hoping Let's that go. we get faster load times <laughs> and maybe even HDR. Who knows? I can I can keep hoping. But um, if you haven't, I know y'all have been waiting to hear me talk about PSO2 New Genesis. I've played it every day since it came out. Every um, day. Every what single day. On? Uh, I, I am on ship two. Played Final Fantasy fourteen in a while, so, so you're, you're beating me there, Steve. Yeah, I am an I am an yeah. old school PSO two Japan player. So I I've been on the unofficial English block for eight years, which is ship two. And so when I moved to the global release of New Genesis, since it was a worldwide release, I just stuck with the ship I know. And uh, so far, so good. I'm really loving the game. I hit the level cap a few days ago, but I'm still playing. Um, and I will have like a video review of the game next week. So stay tuned wow. to GVG. I figured I wanted to play through the content that was available. Uh, I somehow managed to do that. <laughs> and so I will be putting together a review 
uh, about my thoughts on PSO2 New Genesis soon, it's good. It's really good. <laughs> I'll, I'll... I finally have more time to play it now. I'm nice. Yeah, I was going to say, with Sonic's birthday out of the way, which also, for those of you that are traditionally used to PSO, is like a big event within PSO even. Uh, because, for those of you that don't know, the original PSO was made by Sonic Team. And they... Uh, so every year on June 23rd, which also is my dad's birthday, I always have this like image in my mind of like that guy that's dabbing his sweat away at a control panel and the buttons say, call my dad, call Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> but... I love that. <laughs> that's well, I, I had like this whole video skit planned out for his birthday this year that I'm just going to tuck away because I didn't have the time to produce it. Um, but I'm going to put together like a video for Sonic's birthday next year that'll make me look like a terrible human being. <laughs> oh, no. I really want to do an anniversary, like a Sonic birthday stream of Sonic Mania. We, uh, we've we been teasing that we have a few incredibly generous uh, GVG community members who have uh, drummed up some codes and, and games to give away for our uh, recent episode 100 of Today's News Tonight. And I feel like it would be really fun to give those away during like a Sonic Mania anniversary stream or something. Just something celebrating both Sonic and the fact that we just passed episode 100. We're still working on that, but I feel like that would be a really fun way to absolutely to dole those folks. Yeah. yeah, we we haven't forgotten um, about those. Right. Uh, in in terms of bringing things back to the news story, I feel really bad. I want to have a lot to say about this, but as a console gamer and a Mac user, this is like literally <laughs> the anti-Ash news story. Yeah. I really have nothing to say about this other than I hope that the Xbox integration, you know, ends up being what folks want it to be. This is just so not my space of things. Yeah. But I, I hope that they're able to to get it together in terms of the Xbox integration. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Windows 11 on its face is not like a super exciting thing, but uh, I do, I, you know, I've been spending so much time on my PC playing PSO, like, and my friend plays on Xbox and my wife plays on her computer and I'm able to, one thing I'll say that I really enjoy about the Xbox integration with that and specifically PSO, which is, is someday a feature I want to do, by the way, just because... I want to know like what happened in the eight years between its first appearance at PAX West because PSO showed up in English at PAX West like in 2012. And then in 2020, I'm sitting in E3 or 2019, I'm sitting at E3 and Phil Spencer's like PSO2 is coming out. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> uh, so someday I hope to be able to crack that nut and uh, share share that story. But um, looking looking on it now, it makes a lot of sense. I'm like, oh they knew about new Genesis, you know, there was a sequel in the works and, and Microsoft probably was like, Hey, it would be smart for us to get in on that now. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, a uh, it, it is cool to see even in windows 10, the integration between Xbox and, uh, PC, because I'm able to just have one voice chat party without having to go to discord or anything else and talk to all my friends and we can play games across, you know, the two console environments and to see that get better, would would definitely be nice, and and the idea of reducing load times and the technologies they're building into it, it, it still makes me wonder where Microsoft's priorities are from a console perspective, because this is even fewer reasons to go out and buy a dedicated piece of hardware for gaming if you already own a computer. But hey, I mean, in the end, we win, so yeah. <laughs> I'm okay right. with that. True. True. I, I do. I think the Windows 11 hype police is coming for you, Steve. I know, I right? What's going yeah. on over here in LA I, I, today? It's just too much. I, <laughs> can't handle it. Yeah. I know, right? Uh, the one thing I have seen mentioned about uh, this that you only briefly mentioned, I think, is the Android app support. <gasps> right. Which is I, significant 
kind of, for Dragon Quest players, because unfortunately, the best version of Dragon Quest Four is the mobile version. So if you guess you want to play it on PC and be able, you know, not have to worry about your phone, I guess you could use that. <laughs> Cause yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's, there's options, I suppose. Uh, it, it seems like the upgrade, I, I, I follow a very tech savvy person on Twitter who uh, was kind of breaking down how like, it's cool that you can just, it's like a free upgrade to windows 11, but apparently the, way it's going about is apparently a bit of a nightmare because every PC is different and figuring out how to actually make it work and what actually what computers work with it is going to be a bit of a nightmare, but we so, have until 2025. So <laughs> I can, I can help you with that. The big, the big issue is that windows 11 requires what's called a trusted platform module or a TPM chip. And yeah. most people that build their own PCs do not integrate one of those because why would you? <laughs> and right. um, so the issue is people are going and, and running the thing to find out if they uh, are eligible. And it's just like, nope. Because the other thing is, by default, Windows turns that off. Even if you have it, they turn it off. And most mm-hmm. folks, you know, do not know how to go that far under the hood and turn it back on. Um I'll admit, even being somebody who builds their own PCs has a ton of expertise. I had to Google it because I forgot. <laughs> and, yeah, I think, don't you have to go into the BIOS? I think that's what this yes. guy was saying. You have to go yeah. into the BIOS and turn it back on. And But if you build a computer by yourself, you probably don't have one. And now scalpers are scalping TPM chips for like, they're, they're normally like a $15 oh part. And now they're up to 100 bucks. So oh. <laughs> yeah. Life is yeah. terrible. <laughs> the inter- the internet was a mistake. Everyone on it is awful for some reason or another, except for all of us. We're great. Um, but course. yeah, it's, it, the I will get to the point where scalpers scalp. Everything is ridiculous. Oh, I agree. I, I do want to point this out though. There is one huge upside to having Android support in windows 11 before we move on. Sonic dash, baby. You can, <laughs> you can unlock bongo on your hey, computer. Now. All you need to do. Dash. Is get your oh, no. bongo, <laughs> your yogurt, your smoothie, and I shook it up this time. Oh no! I was like I saw, I saw yeah. I was like, oh, I gotta man. go get another one of these. We got bongo at school. Get get you, playable bongo. You have Katie, five more you days. in particular should know. Oh, it's only five more days. Okay, you, yeah, you in particular should know that uh, that that has become like a running gag and joke on our channel. Like ever since we reported on Bongo the Danimals Monkey and Sonic Dash, it's just. We now have an EP named Bongo Lover and our Patreon. It's just become like a whole thing. Oh, yeah. It, it is It is wonderful. Bongo for Smash. Yeah. Der- Derek I joined the server. Becoming and one I... with Bongo. I am. I am. Like, noticed. I am going for that Danimals promotion. <laughs> nice. I love it. All right. Yeah, so I, I noticed a lot of Bongo talk in the server when I joined. I was just like, oh, oh did you? All right. here. Nice. Yeah. So do you think do you think Sonic enjoys Danimals yogurt more or Totino's pizza rolls more? Which... Which would he? Man, you guys are hitting me with the hard questions. Classic (laughs) or modern Danimals or Totinos? Yeah, right. I feel like that's almost the classic or modern equivalent of food. Yeah, that's yeah, it kind of is actually. Yeah. Oh God, Vedron in our live audience patron chat says chili dog yogurt. Actually, (laughs) Katie and I were talking about this because we uh, before the (laughs) before you guys jumped on, so you haven't even heard this. I didn't know it was a thing, but apparently, I think it was announced before, right, Katie? Like, it's, yes, it was not, April not, Fool's Day. For April, yeah, but April Fool's Day. But they're making it real. They're making chili dog G fuel for Sonic. Oh well, man, I need that. Why? I will absolutely drink that right here on this show for all of you. <laughs> I, 
I will do it for for the channel for will, for the lols for sure, but but for no other reason. I will well, slam a chili dog G fuel like no one's business. I don't <laughs> care. So <laughs> that is that is amazing. Oh, yes, yeah, so they made it a pre-order thing on April Fool's Day. Like no one's gonna buy this. A lot of people bought it. Scalpers, people, yeah. Chili dog G fuel. So. We made a similar mistake thinking people wouldn't donate $69 to see us do bathtub streams. We were wrong. We were very wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we were we've learned the internet is a powerful force for both good and evil. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Before, by, the, by the way, oh, my partner, ahead. Amy, uh, asked, how, is it better shaken? No. <laughs> I, honestly, no. I think it might be a little worse. Worse? Oh, the, no. the animals, honestly, is meant for kids, though. I will, I will be the first it to admit I got a case of the stuff in my fridge. Because uh, my my little ones love it, and I don't understand it. I, okay. I don't I don't like yogurt to begin with, but the thought of okay liquid yogurt, like this is... drinking it, I'm like, mm. it's just like a thickness to it that I'm just <laughs> the, the viscosity is <laughs> a bit much for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's I don't yeah quite yeah. Ugh. Nice. All right. Before before we continue on, we've got we've got some more love for Katie in the chat, or at least some some questions. At least uh, Nintendo Derek. I, I'm not going to say that's not our Derek. Uh, he says, with a $5 super chat, says, Katie, are you friends with the person or people who run the Sonic Twitter? It's pretty hilarious sometimes, and I enjoy it. And I have a feeling she might be closer to them than you think. <laughs> Maybe. I might be the one who runs the Twitter along with my you. team. It's mostly myself and Justin running the team right now. So. Okay. All social media channels are normally the two of us. Nice. Oh, so so yeah. which one of you is? Oh, just blew your mind. Which one of you started the Big Fraga thing? I have to know. So Big Fraga, that's the PSO two side of things. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. You're not running all of Sega's channels. No, no, I just run Sonic. I mean, that's that's a good one to nice. run though. That's great responsibility comes with that <laughs> with that uh twitter cha- twitter handle i imagine uh speaking mm-hmm. of sonic and and echoing my own thoughts bongo lover with a canadian five dollar <laughs> super chat says android support means you can play sonic dash as bongo on your windows pc exactly exactly see i already got you i have you covered yeah yep. um, anything else you really need out of 2021 bongo and sonic dash it was 250 for a, i think it was an eight pack of these oh god there's six more <laughs> Yeah, Mwape Mulenga with a $5 super chat says, so I got a question. Ever crisis technically has a PC port because of windows 11. Uh, yeah, it's coming to Android, which in theory should mean Android or windows 11 can run it. I, I have a whole ton of questions beyond that, but if it does mean it lets me play ever crisis on a controller on my TV, sign me up. Mm-hmm. I'm in, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the, our, our uh, executive producer, the legend of Groose, with a $5 super chat, says, Katie on TNT right after the greatest Sonic event since 2016? That symphony was the highlight of my year. Shout out to all fans of the Blue Blur. Hey, right back at you. so sweet. Thank you so much. It is, it was, I really want to see it. I imagine that, you know, it's going to be a really good time. Yeah, I have so much love for Sonic. I just carving out time out of my day sometimes seems impossible but i'm gonna find it this weekend i, I feel like this speaking weekend of, i'll be able to put my feet up a little speaking of the sonic symphony i'm still in awe of how johnny gioelli sounds the same all these years later as he did back in, in sonic right. adventure one when he recorded open your heart he still sounds the same i don't know what kind of tea that man drinks or what he does <laughs> to sound he just sounds the same it's incredible 
And he got so into it. It was so I fun loved watching it. him. Yeah, just watching him, I couldn't help but smile because he just, you can tell he embraces the, the you know the music and the fans love of the music and just the whole culture surrounding Sonic's or modern Sonic's butt rock. I love it. it, it he was so happy. <laughs> he was so happy, which just made me as a viewer happy. It was great. Mm. Like he knew people were going to sing along, so he's like, "I get oh, yeah. people on." Like, come on. Yeah. So good. <laughs> it was nice. so good. So good. You're gonna love it, Steve. I I can't wait. I'm gonna. I'm definitely. Yeah. You know, setting aside a chunk of my weekend to, to watch it in full, just because I do not get time to really sit back and just watch things. So uh, yeah. I'm I'm very excited for it, though. It would mean a lot to be able to check it out. Um, and before we move on to our next story, Ocarinus Ofish one five three just donated five dollars. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank <laughs> you. Oh well, I, it appears I will not be allowed to move on. Wape Mulengo no, with another. Not. $5 super chat. And this is where I'm going to cut it, folks. I'll read all of yours after the next story. It says, one more question. Who runs the Sega Twitch? Because I want to shake the hand of the person who told Fidel slash Games Cage off for not responding to his DMs. Uh, that's a good question. I I mean, I'm sure Caden knows question. more than I do about that. But I, I am a friend of Fidel's. And uh, I've tried to have him on the show a few times, but his streaming schedule is very busy. So mm. it's a little difficult to get him on. But he did get verified on Twitter, so I'm happy for him for that, like in a nice. wave of recent verifications. Anyway, <laughs> uh, moving on, uh, I wanted to put out a little PSA about this. Let me throw this on screen real quick. And I wish Brandon were here for this moment. Uh, Monster Hunter Stories 2 Wings of Ruin demo is up on the US eShop. So if you're on the fence about Monster Hunter Stories 2, uh, you can check it out for free. And your progress carries over to the main game. And it's awesome, y'all. I, I played it this morning just because I wanted to check it out, and I've been, I've been enamored with the art style. But it's once really I played nice this, game. I was, uh, yeah, it, it's definitely the real deal. If if you have a itch that a JRPG could scratch, this is this is definitely the game for you. Um, see, see, I have to, I had to put in something else in here because I'm like, uh, this is more my my lines. We might not have Brandon here, but we got something that I'm personally really right. hyped for so much so that I yep. like it's like oh god I don't know when I have time to do this but I'm go I gotta do a stream because I just came out of nowhere for me uh Neo the world ends with you and yeah uh, it's, it's about a two hour demo like uh Monster Hunter Stories 2 your progress carries over to the main game it starts right from the beginning and oh my god oh my god it's so good yeah. it is <laughs> I gotta play it both is, these it, matches the style to perfection the characters are so freaking likable the battle system is both its own thing but still feels like like an extension of the original battle system except better for consoles uh voice acting is on point just everything is so freaking good about this game to start but the music just everything firing all cylinders like yep july bring it on i want it because this is so much fun yeah, uh, I, I gotta play I, those I, demos. Nice. Oh yeah, I, I please say, play this demo. It is it is a good weekend for you to for you to try out games you're not sure about. Um yeah. I, I definitely saw both of these and I, I haven't tried uh The World Ends with You just because I had only so much time in the day. I, I tried to play Mario Golf today, uh which I played mm. a little bit of. Uh it's it, like the reviews are pretty mixed, but so far I'm really enjoying it. Uh I played I played a round of speed golf against the computer and ironically Waluigi just whooped my ass like I, I had no chance uh That is I, unironic Waluigi's I, yeah. best 
Yeah, he, he definitely smoked me in that. They have a couple other modes that I tried. I haven't tried adventure mode just because I was like, okay, I can't dig into the lore of Mario Golf today. Uh, but I did try, there's another like target mode where you have to get three uh, pins or, or you have to sink the ball three times before your opponents can. And there's like nine holes that you can just run around and play speed golf style, uh, which was definitely fun. Uh, and, and then there's just traditional golf which i mean it's still fun you know it's still mario but uh i think i think reviews were a little unkind to it and and i'm a little surprised def- by that definitely been a bit middling yeah it seems I, like I, yeah seems like it's good not great is the general feeling i get yeah i i mean i'm jury is out for me but i do feel like uh the modes lend themselves better to couch co-op or or even online play sure. like with other real people yeah. uh and i have not tried that at all but i still enjoyed what i've done so far i'm actually planning after the show to go downstairs and play it with my family and see what kind of chaos unfolds um i don't know maybe we'll all break out into a fight or something because speaking of demos and limited time things i did kill chaos today too um, oh, okay. Ooh, nice. nice. Yeah, we just because do that. That is ending today, I think. I I, I believe it's tomorrow. And tomorrow. I like. I blame fully blame Rift Apart for my having not played that demo yet because I'm trying to finish it for our discussion on it. And I know, it, Steve. I now know what you mean about being it, it being a game of the year. It is. Oh, I, yeah. I hit a point last night where it was already kind of teetering on. Oh, this could be my game of the year so far. And then I hit a certain point last night where I'm like, Yeah, this is my game of the year. So <laughs> yep. Far. Right? incredible. Yeah, right? it's incredible. And that's why I haven't played the Origin demo yet. I actually do mean to, but Rift Apart is so fucking good, y'all. I can't. <laughs> I can't. And I'm trying to work my way through Yuffie. I finally I finally did some uh, battles nice. with Sona on my team. I'm like, oh, this is this is new and cool. So uh-huh. it's like trying to... F- yep. There's, there's so many good the things happening around, around this time of year, which is... I, you know, it's funny. Two weeks ago, there was not a whole lot to do. <laughs> now we're overwhelmed with things. So, uh, yeah, I'm very excited for it. Have you played uh, either of these demos yet, Katie? I know that you were kind of under the weather earlier today. I haven't. I want to try both of them. I'm also still looking for a PS5 because I want to play Rift Apart so badly. It is so good, Katie. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, mm, it's, it's absolutely. I would say of all the games that I've played on my PS5, that Rift Apart is the one that I would enthusiastically recommend people like, yep, yeah, you should absolutely go spend the yeah. 400 bucks on a PS5 Agreed. for this one game. Uh, I would. It's just finding one. It's, yeah. it's so yeah. funny, too, yeah. because, you know, you think of folks that work for like major publishers like Sega and you, you somehow just imagine that everyone at Sega has everything, you know, like. Right. I mean, it's realistically, that doesn't make any sense. But, you know, you imagine there's just someone at Sega that's like, would you like a PlayStation 5? We have an endless supply. Um, <laughs> yeah, which, of course, is is could not be further from the truth. I've I've worked in game studios before, I, as I know Ash has as well. And, and yeah, it's, you know, it's just normal people. <laughs> you know, there's, yeah. It's just regular people with there's regular no lives. All of like, all right, we got these stack of consoles. You're, you got it hired. Okay, here's your PS5. Move on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like if I want Sonic games or Sega games, <laughs> sure. But uh-huh. entire consoles, not as easy. Yeah. 
tougher. Well, well, hopefully you get one before Sonic 2022 comes out, because I imagine that'll probably right. be on those, and that'll probably be the right way to play them, I assume. I assume. I'm assuming a lot here. But... I feel like there's a lot of crossover potential between Sonic and Final Fantasy Origin, because there's a few people in our live audience that are, <laughs> are pointing out, like Nax Ethan, Sonic and Adventure 1 be like, I need to kill Chaos! And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's it just makes sense at this point. How and funny Animals you... Baptized Skull Kid Tiger, good lord, that name. I think Shadow the Hedgehog is the true villain of Origins because chaos control. Wow. I was, I was <laughs> going to say cool. it would be really funny if at the end of that gritty-ass Final Fantasy Origin demo, it was just chaos from Sonic Adventure 1 standing there. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah. I can't shatter you. You're made of water. Checkmate. And open your heart, open your heart starts playing just out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. so you, I was you, expecting you, that. Yeah. <laughs> that show, they kept saying chaos, and I was like, are they going to yeah, I I would love it. Um, I, one thing I want to throw in just just as a quick thing because Ash mentioned it, and I have to get Katie's take on this. Uh, Sonic made his debut as a VTuber, uh, <laughs> very recently, and I know you have to have seen the clip. It was like twenty seconds. It was all in Japanese. I didn't think it merited like a full on discussion. But uh, what was your what was your take on that? Seeing seeing Sonic like that, I personally thought it was adorable. I want to see more characters like that. I know we've done Twitter takeovers in the past, so immediately I was like, can we use those for like our Twitter takeovers? That would be cool. Oh, that would be cool. It's the first thing I thought of when they said about doing a Sonic VTuber. It's like, you know, it works. I so badly want Roger Craig Smith to do something with VTuber Sonic. Like, I just so badly want to see that happen. That, that, I didn't even think of that. So badly. Because I was just, Oh God, it would be perfect. Yeah. It really would. <laughs> I bet he would. Like, he he is down to help. He's the best. Man, yeah, he's when you when really you're such a nice guy. YouTuber, it sounds weird, but when you see it, you're just like, actually, this kind of works in a weird yeah. way. Yeah, I I saw it, and and it honestly took a minute for it to click in my mind that it was a VTuber thing because I was just watching the video and I was like, oh, Sonic, you know, looks a little different than usual, but he moves very naturally, and and the animation is really good. And then I, it, it, you know, there's this weird kind of uh, uncanny quality to VTubers in general that, like, that you realize there's a real person involved. And I was like, oh, you know, that that's a person doing doing the, the voice of Sonic behind the VTuber persona. I was like, this is really cool. Like, I, I have nothing but respect for folks that can do that. Uh, we had Miss Fushi on, who is a VTuber now, and... I, she got me interested in it, and I downloaded the software, and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing or how this works at all. <laughs> this is very intimidating, and I just gave up. But <laughs> so, someday, Fair. maybe. But may, who knows? Maybe someday we can have VTube Sonic here here on Today's News Tonight <laughs> to promote his own wares. Uh, but that would be... That would be fun. Yeah, it would. Oh, man. That would be, that would, that would be a, top, a top five... Uh, media content creation moment for me i think right now the top of my list is when uh ash's dad serenaded us as as pinko or, or pinky pink, or, yakko pink, jesus pink, Christ, I was like, i'm pink, so tired yeah i was, I was <laughs> mashing up his twitter handle yakko pinky and I was like, nothing's yeah, yaki and right yakki and pinko it. yeah yakko uh which i mean <laughs> that, that I, I i will occasionally go back and re-watch that clip when i'm feeling down just because Damn y'all! If, if somebody had told me when I was eight and I was watching him on TV that someday I'd get to talk to him, I'd be like, liar. <laughs> but... Well, 
we want to have him back on the channel at some point. It's just I don't know if TNT is the best vehicle for it because he doesn't follow games like that. So I just no. don't know how much gaming news he'd really be able to chat about. Oh, no. It'd be a lot of fun to have on the show, but it wouldn't be very topical we, in terms of all we, the... We might have to have him on for like a Let's Play of uh, the TMNT game yeah. when it comes out. That, that I love the idea of, yeah. for sure. Anyway. I th- I th- the fun idea of Ash and him playing together, I think that'd be sweet and adorable <laughs> yeah exactly it'd be wholesome and and really intriguing anyway i mean your dad has been in a number of really well drawn and animated features but you know what features aren't going to be well drawn or animated the ones from our next story <laughs> nice and that is uh jackbox games has announced that they are including a new game which i am both excited for and terrified of in jackbox party pack 8 coming out this fall and that is drawful animate and I don't think I need to illustrate for you guys why I'm afraid of this game. <laughs> I think we've all played Drawful with that guy. <laughs> yeah. I actually yep. have not played Drawful. <laughs> oh, Drawful you sweet is summer fun child. If you're with the right group. Yes. Oh, man. Drawful is a hoot. If you're I've only right done group. TKO and stuff like that, but I've, I've not played Drawful. Drawful is, is a lot of fun if you get, like Katie said, if you get the right people. If you get the wrong people, it is a terrifying penis machine. And that is... <laughs> I, have, I have played many, many, many games of Drawful with people, and I've had to nope out of them really fast just because, I mean, you draw your icon, and you already know what you're in for. <laughs> like, oh, you, yeah. you learn in the first five minutes. to draw something, and you know what's coming. Yeah, exactly. And so it, it's like Picto Chat on the DS all over again. All the, oh, yeah. But uh, so <laughs> I'm... Yeah, exactly. Man, I I loved Picto Chat, but also I, I learned Especially at, like anime conventions. It was so fun getting on Picto Chat at like anime conventions or, or things like that, and just wild things would, would happen in, in those Picto Chat rooms during. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We've we've all been there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I I I love Jackbox games. We play them a lot here during our monthly patron streams. If you want to find out more about that, by the way, patreon.com dot gvgaming. Um, but I, I, I'm i always excited when they announce a new game because I feel like the last few party packs have been like rehashes of old games just with new content in them and to find like a brand new game. I'm, I'm excited for this because I know that our community will not use this for evil, <laughs> but, uh-huh. um, and, and I would love to well. see, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would love to see what, it, what the GV gang can create with this. Um, and it, it kind of reminds me of, uh. Y'all remember, what was it? It's not Swap Note, but like Nintendo had that animation studio on the 3DS, and some people made ridiculously cool stuff on that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like whole Smash Brothers anime sequences yeah, that they would create. Really cool, and stuff. Mm. really cool stuff. And I'm sure well, that it's. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. I'm sure that in the right hands, this will be really cool. Um, in mm-hmm. the wrong hands, it'll be god awful. But <laughs> we'll, we'll be playing this. Um,. And it sounds like, Katie, you've probably played quite a bit of uh, Jackbox yourself, right? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Jackbox, especially when I used to stream more regularly. That was really fun to play with all the viewers. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I hope that they've that they've included some kind of streamer-friendly features for this so that you can, you know, automatically blank out stuff that would get you demonetized or, or worse, net you a ban. Uh, Because I know that I've heard of a few Jackbox streamers who, like, 
somebody decided to go in and act stupid, and then that streamer caught a ban because somebody did something they shouldn't, and Twitch is very unforgiving in weird circumstances. Right. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so that'll be coming out this fall. I I don't have a ton to say about it. I just know that our our patrons play this with us quite often, and so I thought that would be really cool to uh, share with them and, and show them, you know, what's coming and... Hopefully mm-hmm. they, they treat us right when it, when it comes time to play it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have a feeling we'll all have a bit more to say about this next topic, though. So I'm going to throw that on. Oh, you know, what? before I do that, we do have a couple of super chats here. Um, Blind Man V2 with a $2 super chat says, thanks for reading my chat. It made my day better. Well, you're welcome. Thank you for right. supporting us with the yeah. super chat. We appreciate you. Thank you for being here. Yeah, uh, Jaden Buck with a $5 super chat says, if Bongo ever becomes a VTuber, he should be on TNT. Agreed. Objectively agreed. Um, 100% that is happening if that ever (laughs) somehow happens, Bongo being a VTuber. And uh, Late Night Sprite's giving me the business with a $2 super chat says, Pinko and the Brian coming to CW this fall. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Oh, no. yeah. Pinko and the Brian. That's I, fantastic. I need that to be a real show. I, I do have to ask Same. this. I, I want to take a quick interlude here just because we have Katie here and I love Sonic so much and I have so many things in my head about this. I got to ask if you have any idea, like when when you found out about the Danimals cross promotion, I mean, was your reaction like, what? <laughs> you know, like, I, I mean, because we all kind of like saw it and we're like, this game hasn't been updated in a long time. And this is, I mean, there's a sequel to it, and this one got the got the cross promotion. Did did internally? Did you guys find it kind of odd? Those of you that weren't like involved in the deal making process, I would. I mean, the weird thing is that Sonic Dash is actually more updated than Sonic Dash Two is now. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah, so yeah. Sonic Dash 2 hadn't gotten an update in the longest time, and they just added Vector, and everyone was like, wait, they still update Sonic Dash 2? But Sonic <laughs> Dash gets regular updates. Oh, really? But, yeah, we first had Danimals on last year, so oh wow, this has been like a year-long thing, and back then I was like, Bongo slightly terrifies me for some reason, I don't know why. <laughs> it's a cool crossover, yeah, but he kind of terrifies terrifying. me. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's, he's, oh, no, he's definitely. You say slightly terrifying. I would just take out slightly. And this just is like his nerdy like school version. So he's wearing glasses and whatnot. So it kind of. It was a surprise, but I mean, I do think it fits in a way. Yeah, but he does still scare me. It, it is. It is kind of weird, like playing as him because I over you know the weekend when I found out that he was going away because someone tagged me. Um, I decided I had to download Sonic Dash and unlock him because I had to have him. Um, <laughs> Because he's basically part of our lore now, and I played as him, and he is there's there's a weird unsettle unsettling quality to seeing him kind of mimicking Sonic. It, it's it's weird, <laughs> but I mean he 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 does kind of fit insofar as he's like an anthropomorphized animal character, and I mean that's what Sonic is at his core. Um, mm-hmm. Although he doesn't pull it off with nearly as much style as Sonic, it's just kind of <laughs> like you're wearing a t-shirt and boots, but no pants. I have many questions. What you're saying, <laughs> what you're saying, kind of reminds me of like how weird it was seeing the Avatar character in Sonic Forces act in kind of some of the same ways and have similar animations to Sonic, whereas you know Sonic and friends can pull them off because they're Sonic and friends. But then you get this really weirdly designed avatar that you have you know created control over it looks really weird when you see the avatar doing similar things i i could imagine that i haven't played a ton of forces but i will admit 
uh, something about the ability to make my own in-universe Sonic character actually really appealed to me because as a kid, I was the guy who like obsessively would like recolor Sonic characters in MS Paint and be like, "This is my OC," you know. <laughs> and hey, I, I got to interrupt you guys because Seesaw just dropped an amazing I'm gonna, fact I'm gonna in, know that. in the live audience. He they said, "I'm pretty sure Bongo was voiced by Jason Griffith at one point." What? What? It's true. Yep, that is true. That- is wild. So if you ever have Bongo on as a VTuber, Let's get you know you voice Yeah, it. there we go. We'll, we'll have to wow. make that Absolutely happen. Absolutely wild, though. Yeah. Once, once we secure the bag with Danimals, you know, we got, we got to t- hash out this uh, this partnership we've decided upon with Apparently. them at some See, point. See, what you're saying is is the, the kid version of you is the reason that the Your Name the Hedgehog game exists, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Steve the Hedgehog. All right. Anyway, uh, moving on. This this story we talked about this a little bit. Um, I feel bad for these guys. I'm just going to put oh, this really? on the screen. Yeah, seriously. Uh, so it was announced today that the abandoned PS5 trailer that was supposed to come out today via like an app for the PS5 has been delayed until August. Um, I feel bad because this is uh, this is for those of you that don't know, abandoned is the game that the whole internet for a minute thought was a Kojima game, and then kind of slowly, you know, the the developers kind of leaned into it, and then realized that they should not have done that, <laughs> and started to try to reel it back, and yeah. everyone just refused to believe the words coming out of the developers' mouths, and uh, you know, I feel like I, I feel bad because. I know why they did it. It makes a whole ton of sense yeah. when you think about it. Like, okay, small indie studio wants to do what they can to capitalize on, you know, this internet theory to bring more visibility to their game and potentially more sales and, and get more attention. And then when they realize that it's kind of going off the rails and they're losing control of the narrative, they're like, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. It, it, we promise you this isn't a Kojima game. Please stop thinking it right. is. We're real people. We exist. And the internet's just like, no, you aren't. <laughs> yeah. We we know better than Prove you, you person making the game. Yeah. <laughs> Show us yeah. proof that you're not Hideo Kojima. And then when they post videos of themselves talking through this, they're like, that's obviously a paid actor. <laughs> like, it feels... I, I feel... Win. Yeah, I feel so bad win. for these folks. And, uh, you know, I, I will admit like... that probably not the wisest idea to lean into these internet conspiracy theories. Um, no, because I feel like they're setting it, it, them. It's, it can only end in tears. Yeah, exactly. I mean, no matter what, how logical you try to get with this, what this reminds me of, and I hate to even use these words again, because that was one of the worst weeks of my life was the Grinch leak that people are going to project what they want, ignoring all logic, facts, reason, proof, what, whatever, what have you people are going to project what they want to see happen, even if it's not the case, what's really real here. And as you said, Steve, the abandoned devs have since gone out of their way after their initial, and what I agree with you was a mistake of leaning into that. Is it a Kojima game type thing? They really shouldn't have done that, but they have since tried to course correct, but it's just, it's too late. The the, the internet's kind of taken off with it. And I just, I, I, I kind of wonder if we have to abandon all hope of them being treated fairly at this point. Yeah. Because it sucks for them, man. I, but I feel it bad. But to lean into it, for sure. Yeah, I mean, but at the same time, I think I think it, you know, is, is not a product of, of uh, ill intent on, on their part. It's just 
you know, naivete. They they probably thought like, oh, this will, you know, yeah. we'll drum up some hype, we'll get some exposure, and then we'll just reel it back and it'll be fine. And I totally understand that line of thinking. That definitely comes from folks that, you know, probably don't spend all day on Twitter and, and don't hang out there. Um, They're kind of working. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I know that Katie probably knows this better than any of us being affiliated with a major brand that has a very fervent fan base. Like, like Twitter cannot be reasoned with. There is no, <laughs> there, there is no logical like space on Twitter where where you can make an argument to somebody that has already convinced themselves of something and changed their mind. Like minds don't get changed on Twitter very often. Yeah, yeah. Fans are just very passionate, and when they want something, they just kind of hope that it's going to happen. So they just kind of hold on to that hope and. Everyone wants something different, so it's very difficult to kind of please everyone and kind of get onto that right course of setting expectations properly. Yeah. 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 That seems impossible. I <laughs> I do not envy so. that part of your position. Like I, I always think of like what happened if I what would what would I do if I ended up in a in a situation on social media, like, you know, where I had to disappoint many people and I'm like, I I'd probably just hang up Twitter and <laughs> go away. <laughs> I'd be like, you know what, Twitter, we had a good run. I'm out of here. <laughs> but, it's definitely yeah. never fun. Yeah. Like when the pandemic started and we had to cancel our South by Southwest panel, at first we were like, okay, right. we're going to try to get all this news to you in a different way soon. Thinking that the pandemic would last a couple weeks and <laughs> we back. Obviously didn't happen. So eventually we were like, sorry, we have to wait even longer. And it just yeah. felt bad being like, we have to keep pushing this because of unforeseen circumstances. And it's hard to be like, sorry, we can't do what we wanted to do, what we promised months ago. So it's hard. Yeah, I, I definitely mm. feel that. And and as Sonic fans, we were definitely on the other side of that being like, what happened? You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, where's Mania 2? It was definitely Mania 2. <laughs> uh, so. Well, I, and as we know, there isn't a lot of nuance on the internet, too. The, the very little time is is given to the why behind things, or the you know, or the reasonings, or the whys, or the the overall context surrounding things. It's like, is thing I want happening? Yes or no? Period. If no, then I'm going to rage. You know, there's not a whole lot of gray. <laughs> How on the dare internet, you deny me? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but we do have some Sonic news to talk about some actual like tangible Sonic news uh, before, before we get to it though, we do have two super chats, one from Adam Davis for $5 that says who would win in a fight bongo, the Danimals monkey or cold steel, the hedgehog. <laughs> I mean, he's a hedgehog and presumably made of steel <laughs> and he's quite cold I mean, and Danimals can freeze. <laughs> so, and just the edgelord, you know, the the edgelordiness of that name alone, I feel like it's got to be Cold Steel the Hedgehog. Yeah, exactly. I feel like Cold Cold yeah. Steel the Hedgehog takes no prisoners. Uh, well, yeah. Katie, Katie, who would you have in that fight? I, I imagine you see a lot of Sonic OCs in your day to day. Oh boy, there's a few. There's a few. Hmm, that's tough. I almost feel like there's one more Smash character coming out, right? Yeah. Yes. What if, what if that's Bongo? Man, <laughs> what would Bongo's final Bongo. It makes sense. Yeah, that's, that's uh, it would be a wave of bat a wave of yogurt and just carry him off the stage. <laughs> a wave of yeah, yogurt. or baptizing all the different all the, the the whole rest of the opponents in, in yogurt. I would yogurt. I would love yeah. it if Bongo was in Smash 
and because of the Sonic Dash deal, he was like contractually obligated not to be able to hurt Sonic. They're just like, none of his attacks work on Sonic at all. He dodges them all. Yeah. That would be precious. They just high-five <laughs> yeah. each other. Yeah, they just tag-team everyone. Like, the minute Sonic is in your in in the uh, match, it becomes a team battle. And, and Bongo is on Sonic's team no matter what. <laughs> I'm game for that. I need this. Happen. I need this to happen. If you're listening, Danimals, and I know you are. I know you are. <laughs> then may, call up... Call up uh, Sakurai right now, you know, just close that yeah. deal. I'm sure he's waiting for your phone call. Exactly. <laughs> he just he just sits at sits in his home office every night waiting for Danimals to call. He's like, I don't even know he who just it needs, is. Just yeah. Mr. Danimals needs to call me. <laughs> but he just needs to get off his daily phone call with me first. Once that's done, then well, then that's you're that's just love and affirmation. I mean, this is yeah. this is business. Yeah, he needs to keep <laughs> the lights on. Ash, you got to let him go. Right. <laughs> Damn it. You're right. Ugh. All right. Speaking, I, I did mention some Sonic news, and I promise we're going to talk about it right now. Uh, let me get this up on screen. Did you get the other ones? Because there's two more. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. Let me read those real quick. Uh, Sean Horace with a $5 super chat says, Hey, gang, I've been a fan since your first Smash Ultimate video on GX. Thanks for keeping me entertained on my lunches and breaks at work. Keep it up. Wow. Well, thank you. Thank uh, you very much for following us for so long. Thank you. A yeah, million times. that is that is long before I joined, but I am grateful for your support. Thank you so much, and we're glad you're yeah, here. Thank you for following us here. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next Absolutely. one is Orcanus Ofish one five three with a five dollars super chat. Says I messed up the last super chat, so here's five more dollars. We're all Sega fans here. Would like to hear your guys' best impressions of the Sega chant. Oh, that's I, I could do that. I I I, yeah, just, I, I, I played yeah. Sonic as a, t- a kid. I know that chant. Yeah, it disappointed Sega. me when other games. Didn't. Yeah. Let's let's do it. Yeah, because it is a chorus. It's not just one person. All right, let's do it. Yeah. In three, two, one. Sega. (laughs) Harmonizing over Discord is basically impossible. One of y'all can like smush that together so that we're all well timed. I I trust. Also, with a bonus though, how do we how do we know they didn't mean the Sega? The like the later one where it's just a guy going wild going Sega. That's oh, not no, a chance. That's not really yeah. a chance. It's true, it's true. more of like a blur. Those those nineties yeah. commercials got scary because when I did my recollection on Sonic Two Game Gear, I pull up a commercial and it had just the lady, the airline lady at the end, doing the whole wide eyed thing for the for the oh, after effects and then just going Sega. It's like yes. Jesus. <laughs> I remember that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sega Sega commercials nice. in the 90s were very in-your-face and aggressive. Yeah. I, I miss yeah. them, though. Like they, were, they were fun. All video game commercials in the 90s were just different. Oh, yeah. There was oh, a... Yeah. Amazing. Famously, one of the ones that I remember to this day was uh, a 3DO commercial. And it was like... It showed, like, a, a Super Nintendo player. And, like, a guy walks in and spits in his face and is like, you're working late tonight, and, like, throws something at him. And then they're like, and here's someone who owns a 3DO, and he like has the boss's daughter, and he's like, I'll bring her back when I feel like it. And I was like, what does this what? have to do with video games? It's <laughs> like, so all right. That's I mean, awful. Oh, man. I I will say my favorite, like the the 90s did have some fun like console war commercials, and I I, I vividly remember the Game Gear commercial, and it was like a kid sitting on a bench playing a Game Gear. And a kid next to him was playing a Game Boy. 
and he's looking over at the kid's game gear and it's in color and it looks so good and so he picks up a petrified dead squirrel and hits himself on the head with it so that he can see his game boy games in color <laughs> 90s were amazing special. it was a different time special. yeah i love the 90s i miss the simplicity of the 90s the relative simplicity yeah right anyway yeah. speaking of things that are in color let's go ahead and throw this story up we we teased it a second ago um so jeff fowler has tweeted that they have finished shooting on location in hawaii for the sonic movie 2 um no no idea if this means that this is the end of principal photography for for the movie uh but i mean it is a, a good mark of progress i imagine they didn't film exclusively in hawaii and if they did i envy them but uh hawaii in my opinion would would be a great place to shoot potential uh real world scenes for for like mobius or something like that like a more tropical oh, no, my first thought oh. was angel island or angel island right. yeah that could work angel, yeah angel island we we or saw hey, emerald coast oh man i'm i'm so excited yeah. for this i hope that they use hawaii as like a backdrop for like a real sonic location you know and not just mm-hmm. james marston went to hawaii during <laughs> during the uh, <laughs> like they're like ah, eggman sucks let's go to hawaii at least where the weather's good you know? <laughs> yeah i'm this this movie i am so much more hyped for than the original and that's because mm-hmm. the original was so good that i just i need to see more and i'm so hyped for you know we know we know well let me let me go ahead and just say if you have not seen the sonic movie I'm going to talk a little bit about spoilers from that movie because you really can't without talking about why Sonic 2 is so exciting. So if you haven't seen it, pause the video, go somewhere else for a few minutes, and then <laughs> come back. Snack. Yeah, grab a snack, do something. But anyway, spoilers for the Sonic 1 movie are going to happen right now. Um, at the end of the Sonic movie, you see that you know Robotnik has gone from, okay, kind of quirky, like, movie-like real-life interpretation to full-on Sonic character. Like, oh, he's yeah. got... He's bald. Rock he's got... Connison. goggles. Yeah! He is so great! <laughs> and I just want to see more so of fantastic. Jim Carrey as Robotnik. And, you know, I feel like we're going to just go full-on into, like, the, the video game Sonic that we know and love in, in the second movie. Uh, you know, Ash, Derek, you guys both know that I have long been... Uh, opining that supersonic will make an appearance in this movie uh oh yeah <laughs> you know i i feel like we'll knuckles we know is in the movie thanks to leaks from the set uh which is yes <laughs> See, usually supersonic goes to space though so are we going to go to space in this one and i'm going to think no so i think we're going to hold off on he, supersonic he for can, one can, but he doesn't have to like you know perfect chaos you know he, he doesn't, doesn't have, have to, to but i'm thinking classic sonic it's always like God, right. if Jim if Jim Carrey makes a death egg, <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna lose uh-huh. it. I I'm, I'm gonna lose it regardless. Like the more I see of this movie, yeah. the more excited I become. And this is you know with a lot of properties that I've seen in other media, like comic books and stuff like that, that transition to live action. I'm like, oh well, I hope they ground it a little bit. Nah, not with Sonic. Give me no, give me the full on wild ass experience. Like I'm I'm there for it. I I imagine Katie that you're probably hammered with questions about this movie in your <laughs> on social media constantly um and and i would guess and i'm not going to dream to ask you anything that you know you're not allowed to tell us i i imagine you know a little bit more than we do about this movie um but i have to say you know what i'm really curious as as somebody who loves sonic what's your uh what's your take on not just sonic 2 but the the movies in general 
I thought the first movie was so fun. Like you said, Jim Carrey is just such a perfect Eggman. I would have never guessed that they would have gone with him, but he fits it just so well. And it reminds me of 90s Jim Carrey. And right. I, I know a little bit more about Sonic 2, but I really don't have that much insight into it. That's all handled by Paramount, and I can't speak for them. But I can say that as a Sonic fan, I am so excited for the second movie. Nice. Yeah. We are, all of us are too. I know I know we all are for so many different reasons. And the, the first movie just ended up being so fun, just so damn fun, especially after all the drama leading up to its release with the horrifically designed original version, <laughs> movie version of Sonic and everything. It just turned out so well. And uh, as you said, Katie, uh, uh, Jim Carrey, like it reminded me so much of like Ace Ventura era Jim Carrey, his, his performance as Eggman and... I can't wait to see more of that in Sonic 2. I can't wait yeah. to see more. Yeah. Of, and, and, and like the only thing missing from the Sonic movie in terms of like, oh, I sure wish he was here was Tails. And we're getting Tails. So yeah. I'm Tails. good, man. And yeah, I'm, weird, I'm good. Weirdly, you never saw Jim Carrey do villain roles too much. And he no, does it so well. Much. Mm-hmm. True. You, you know what? I do have to mention this too because I did not make this connection until we started talking about the movie. And I apologize. I was looking down at my phone to confirm it because I don't like to say things out of turn. Katie, you you actually arranged for Ash and myself. I didn't get to make it because I got really deadly sick, but you set up uh, for us to go to the Sonic movie premiere when we were with Game Explain. I owe you a huge thank oh, you wow. for that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh, Ash, I remember. Did, okay, that did night you was make great. That? I you did. Spoke. Yes. Okay, I remember yeah. not seeing either of you, and I remember like yeah. when you tried calling, like, "Hey, there was like a last minute change, and Ash is going to come now." Yeah, was so that was bad. me. I got, oh I, so I was getting ready and I was going to drive. I'm in Arizona. So I was just going to drive to LA. It's not a huge long trip. <laughs> and I had, uh, I bought a suit because I didn't have one that fit and I got, you know, all, all ready to get gussied up. And I got like the flu and I, my right. wife wasn't going to be able to come. So she was like, you know, I had to drive myself and I was like, I feel way too bad to actually like make this long road trip yeah. and then get dressed up to You're see the movie and then right? drive home. Cause I was going to drive home after. And I was like, I oh, will be boy. dead by the time I get back. <laughs> so I, I told Ash and, and uh, I believe Ash, you took Basola, right? No, it was just, oh. she actually couldn't go uh, oh, right at, at the very end. She, it was just me. So you and I were going to go together. Right. And because I found out so late that you weren't going to be coming, I couldn't plan for her to come with me. So she couldn't get ready in time. So I just ended up going myself. And it was a lot of fun, though. Like, it was great. The whole yeah. carpet premiere. It was great. I got to talk to Ben for a it while. It was a blue carpet so, premiere. Blue carpet premiere. Yeah. I'm right. actually really glad that you cleared that up because this is – Weirdly enough, something that has like kept me up at night before, where I'm oh, like, no. I remember there was like a last minute thing, and I didn't get to them in time. What if they didn't make it? And I felt so bad about that. So. Oh well, oh. no worries. Oh, Please don't be kept up any any more nights. I made it. I had a great time, and that was like the first of three or four times I ended up seeing that movie with with in different uh, contexts and with different people. It was a lot of fun. So thank you for that. Yeah, and yeah, and that, that was a cool night. I will. I will make sure that when Sonic Two premieres, I will be in L.A. to, to watch it. <laughs> Come hell or high water, L.A. But if you have a New York or something like showing, I'll, I'll definitely be. Try- Amy and I will definitely go to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was uh, from everything I heard. It was an amazing premiere. I ended up watching it when it you know became available on streaming services. Just because getting, you know, I have four kids, so getting six people to the movie theater to see anything is like. 4d chess it's it's impossible but <laughs> i've i've since watched it 
probably a dozen times. My kids like love the movie almost as much as I do. I think it's the one movie that my kids enjoy a little bit less than me that is still appropriate for them. Uh, <laughs> so Sonic is like a mainstay in our house. My my son demanded I buy him like all these Sonic shirts and stuff. I was like, well, you can raid your old man's closet when you're bigger. <laughs> um Anyway, before before we move on to our next story, uh, we did receive a couple more super chats. Um, Real quick before you get to oh, those, yeah. we do got to issue another correction to uh, that. You attributed the uh, one the one donation to Adam uh, David uh, Adam Davis is actually Adam Harris. Oh, apologies. I'm, I'm so, so I just used... wanted to say thank you to Adam. Yes, uh, thank thank you, Adam. Adam I, I apologize Adam, for the uh, misquote there. Adam Davis is in our patron chat and, and is very active most episodes. So I think the name just pops out of my mouth sometimes. Um, <laughs> all right, let's see. Uh, Davidson Dolliver with a $2 super chat says, just got to say the Sonic symphony was incredible. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, oh, yeah, I think uh, we, we all echo that sentiment. Uh, Jaden Buck with a $2 super chat for Katie says, Katie, what's your favorite Sonic game? I'm so good at picking favorites, if you can't tell. <laughs> I think I'll probably say Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, just because Ooh. I have the most childhood memories Ooh. with that, playing with my brother. Nice. That's that's the only Sonic and PSO crossover in, in the official Sonic <laughs> games. So I'm that's with you true. on that one. I remember seeing the Humar outfit, and I was like, yeah. That's my that's my that, shit. I like that. Cool. Uh, Getting the Tails Chow is just so extra. Everything oh, yeah. you need get that you need a game boy just to get the tails chow in your game yep i remember that i you think know, i did it but it's been a while we were speaking of uh we were speaking of uh sonic crossovers and and we were talking about a sonic rhythm game earlier you already have a rhythm just use the miku engine let's just get a, a miku cross sonic <laughs> crossover it's just a sonic rhythm game using the miku engine i would be so the day zero I mean, negative they're with atlas that. as well use the dancing all night engine for, for there you persona go. yeah exactly oh that'd be hype oh man that would be cool i i would love that but honestly i'm i'm I, i've told you guys this i'm really fired up for whatever sonic game we're getting in 2022 that that to me yes. you know the the leaks and things that we've heard i'm very excited for it i can't wait to <laughs> actually see it um same following on with our super chat skull kid tiger with a five dollar super chat uh, says Sonic Adventure One and O Six mashup, but Chaos is made of holy animals, and Sonic is super Bongo. Bonus: Elise gives Bongo the revive kits. That is cursed. That is a cursed this is comment. All... Yeah, that is one of the one of the most cursed comments I think we've ever read here on TNT. <laughs> so thank you for that, Skull Kid Tiger. So, yeah, and thank you for the donation. Yeah. Th- thank you so much. But uh, mo- <laughs> moving yeah. on, we need a palate cleanser after that one. <laughs> Uh, let's go ahead and throw this next story up on screen. And I will admit this is way out of my wheelhouse, so I don't have a ton to say on this, but, uh, Nihon Falcom has announced several games. Uh, there is Trails, uh, from Zero, which I believe is a, uh, continuation of the Trails of Cold Steel I I, kind of got a breakdown of this. Thank you. (laughs) Save me. I will take over this for you. Because I've been, I've heard about these games for a while. I've been interested, but you know they're also long, <laughs> so very long, so a little tricky. Um, basically, uh, Trails from Zero and Trails to Azure, basically two middle games that takes place between between uh, Trails in the Sky, which is the first three games, and uh, Trail uh, 
Trails of Cold Steel, which is the a quadrilogy of games that take place after that. Zero and Azure takes place in between them and apparently have things that apply to the fourth game, but they skipped them and never got, they've never been officially localized. So now they're actually getting right. localized as well as a um, uh, spinoff title that doesn't really tie into anything called, the, the, which is The Legend of Nayuda Boundless Trails. And I'm not sure what Trails into Reverie is offhand, <laughs> but the fact that basically the Trail series is getting a lot more um, localization love. And that, love. Is a, it, that is a feat because there's a lot of NPCs and those NPCs dialogue will change constantly yep. as the story goes on. So I, I've heard that the trans, the like scripts are no kidding about this thick just because oh, of they're all massive. the I... stuff. I played the original Legend of Heroes back on PSP, and I, I know that was what, what we know as the Legend of Heroes was actually just the w Western localized name for what is it actually a different game in the series in Japan? Oh, Legend of and Heroes, I played... Trails in the Sky. Yeah. Well, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm talking about the one way back on PSP. It was just called the Legend of Heroes. Oh. I did actually play a little bit of the first Trails in the Sky game as well. And these games are really cool, but, but kind of speaking to your point, Derek, they are so long and they're very slow burns lots of world building uh, i would say the trail series in general seems to seems to be very good at world building but you really have to have the time for these games they're huge time yeah uh, but i'm just i love to see falcon games getting love getting localization love i, I loved uh, as you guys know east eight i haven't played east nine yet but um, i've played east eight and a couple other east games here and there really like that series so it's just really cool that that Falcom fans are getting so much localization love, and by Geofront, a company, or sorry, I should say, a fan collective of uh, of people who have been localizing, you know, Japanese only Trails games on their own time. Now, NIS America reached out to them to actually handle the official localizations of Trails from Zero, Trails to Azure. I just think that that's so cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Some clarification, thanks to uh, Casual Mer Music Nerd in the uh, patron chat saying, Reverie is the next game after Cold Steel 4. So there's okay. that's that's what's coming up there. And then the one you're talking about, Ash, they actually know what you're talking about. Legend of nice. Heroes 4 is what you play. Okay, um, cool. So <laughs> there there's, there's that. And um, I, uh, I, I, I have an idea regarding the trails in the sky series, but I I want to run it by Stephen Ash first and see if it's something that's we'd want to do, um, okay. or at least have me do. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, All right. And if it's something that our audience would be interested, in, I think is the other question. It's basically seeing what they think. I don't want to bring it up too much, but um, I it feels like there's a good a big like there's a small but very vocal fan base for these games. Sure. Or at least they. Seemed right. Like that. It's like, what if it could tr like turn one of us into a fan? So we'll see. Yeah, I'd I'd be interested to hear more about that. Um, what about you, Katie? I imagine that with as busy as you are, you probably don't sink into two hundred hour RPGs very often. But <laughs> the last long RPG that I played was Persona Five, which no bias. It was before I even started at Sega. I wish oh, I had okay. more time because, like, I love long RPGs, but. Mm. Yeah, same. I, I have it's a, just a matter of time for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I have a deep and abiding love of like the traditional crazy long JRPG, but it is difficult, you know, as as an adult with responsibilities and other stuff to do, 
to look at a game that you know is going to eat a hundred or more hours of your time and be like, yeah, I'm going to start that. <laughs> you know, it's uh, I've started Persona Five probably six times now, and just uh, that's you know. that's your that's your problem because that's how I got through Persona Five because there was a like four or five month break break between me playing it at one point, and I that urge to restart and like oh, what was I doing again? I don't know if I can catch up. I hate I, yeah. I fought that so hard because I'm like, I know what'll happen. I won't get any further. So I powered through the next hour or two just to get back to where I like, okay, what am I doing again? Okay. I got it. Let's keep going. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's I, saw, I saw Royal on sale and I was like, man, I should just do it. Royal <laughs> is the better version. It is. Yeah. But I, there's I... a part of me that just keeps looking at my switch and being like, I know you could <laughs> run it. Like, I know you uh-huh. can run Persona 5. It was on the PS3. <laughs> I'm like, someday mm-hmm. Sega's just going to bless me with a Persona 5 port. And I'm going to be like, oh, God, it's on the Switch. I have no choice. <laughs> and I can't I- even look at Persona 5 or any other long-form JRPG until I finish Yakuza Like a Dragon, which itself can't happen until I finish Ratchet & Clank Ripped Apart at the very least. So yeah. i got to finish Yakuza I, 7 first. And I then feel I'll think about whatever RPG like a dragon bearing down on me because I'm like, judgment is in September oh. and judgment yeah. is 1000% a game I'm reviewing. And so I'm just like, I gotta, I gotta hold off. I gotta, I gotta beat like a dragon because I know there's some shared DNA just from the trailers. I'm like, I know that there's something there and I don't want to be like, well, what's that? I want to be like, yeah, I know everything. I'm a judgment super fan. So, right. You can play Sonic the fighters and lost judgments. That yep. True. That's true. That's you can. true. And you can play a Sega Master they, System in Lost Judgment. And you can I mean, put the Sonic Master System games in Lost Judgment. That's uh, what, that needs to happen. That game is already like I don't. I don't I'm not going to say it's my going to be my game of the year, but it. I will say Judgment was uh, a strong contender for game of the year uh, when I got back from E3, and it was like a dark horse candidate because Ash and I know I've told you this story. Like the, Sega was kind enough to give you and I each a code for Judgment when we got back from right. E3. Uh, and then I just, you know, redeemed it. I was like, that was really nice of them. Like they didn't attach any expectations to it. They were just like, Hey, just play it. Let us know what you think. And so I sat down with it and then I basically didn't get off my couch for a week until it was done. I was like, yep. <laughs> I was like, this, this nice game, game has me completely. And then I played it again on PS5. I'm <laughs> just, and, and I've, yeah, I evangelize for that game wherever I can because it's just ridiculously good. Um, yeah. All right, before before we move on, I'm going to try to power through these last two stories because I, I know we're running a well, bit behind schedule and we have super and, chats. Mm-hmm. I, I know yes. I know that's where Derek was headed with this because I see one of our good friends in the super chats. Uh, yeah. Titus, <laughs> Titus Malvolio with a $5 super chat says, I've got nothing to say other than a friendly reminder that the Steam summer sale is going on and everyone please play Omori. Um, I've heard good I'm, things. I've heard good things Omori too. Omori looks so interesting to me. I, will, I really want to check it out. I will have to check that out. Yeah, um, I'm waiting oh. for it to come on Switch. Basically, I, it's not a lack of interest. I'm just waiting for a console release. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm I'm all good with PC. I'll probably try it, but right. I, according I need to, to find the Xbox, it is coming to Switch. So just oh, have to wait. Well, is, okay, wait. If it, if it's confirmed, then I'll wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's already been been. Oh okay. Uh, Master of Hamsters, good name. With a five dollars super chat <laughs> says to be more specific, Zero and Azure takes place concurrently with Cold Steel one and two, though they chronologically begin first. Reverie is the next game. I feel sometimes like I need a visual aid for series this that I'm not into. So like, like just drop yeah. them all on timeline so I know. It took me a while. It's just uh, Trails in the Sky trilogy, uh, Zero and Azure, and then uh, Cold Steel quadrilogy. <laughs> 
Nice. Uh, okay. Let's see. Uh, so it's not as bad. Yeah, not not terrible. I just again, like I do feel like I need like a visual, like hey, here's where you should start. Yeah. Here's where you should end. Um, I mean, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was like, I can't say anything about complicated chronologies because I just got. I'm, I'm like a massive died in the wool Fast and Furious fan. Just got done seeing <laughs> F9 last night. So I can't oh my say god! About those all take place timelines. in chronological order for the most part, other than do they? I don't. They actually don't. They actually what? don't at all. <laughs> no. It goes oh. one, two, four, five, six. Uh, three, seven, eight, nine. God, off the top of my head. Why do you do yeah. that with movies? <laughs> and I love how that like, and three is so obviously set in a different time. Uh huh. With their flip phones, yeah. It's, yeah, uh, nice. I love that series. Yeah. All right, let's see. Uh, base forever with a four dollar ninety nine cent super chat says two years ago we weren't sure if we'd get any more Trails games in English. In two years, we'll have the entire saga in English. Thank you, NIS slash Geofront. I mean, that is objectively cool. I love seeing uh, games like that, you know, get new life. And and for a fan group, which, again, is something that I I like to give Sega a lot of credit for, too. Like, bringing fans in to help work on the series. Oh, those shout-outs and the credits. That's what is amazing. uh, Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, even even the modder that uh, did that camera getting getting a shout out in the credits and seeing his response or their response on Twitter, mm-hmm. that that was really wholesome. I really liked that. Um, Honestly, that camera was like exactly what I pictured when I was like, I want to make a live chow cam for the intermission, nice. but I don't have to like, <laughs> do so that. Cool. And yeah. then I saw that I was like, this is perfect. Nice. I have to use this. Nice. Yeah. That is, that is really cool. That 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 happened and that the modder was given the appropriate credit you know um let's see dragon pal or the dragon paul 22 says uh with a five dollar super chat says everyone who loves great video game music ash go listen to that falcon <laughs> 40th anniversary jdk band is amazing yes. that is nice. on my list of things to do i haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet but i love falcon music yeah i'm gonna be watching that at some point nice uh thank you very much yeah thank you uh green hunter 47 with a five dollar super chat says trails is such an underappreciated series and i cannot recommend it enough i plan i platinumed all four cold steel games while wow. listening to your streams wow man that that's that puts in perspective huge. how much we stream <laughs> yeah man that's the huge 100 episodes about two hours each yeah it makes sense yeah wow all right our, our good friend Matt McMuscles with a Canadian $30 donation, which at this point almost feels like a refund, says, yo, <laughs> Arrow Gay shirt. What up, Steve? So for those of you that don't know, um, I put out a call on Twitter to our friends and pals that are content creators. And I said, hey, link me to your merch. I'll wear it on the show. And Matt McMuscles, our good right. friend and, uh, you know, troublemaker that he is, said, buy my Arrow Gay shirt. <laughs> and so I was like, challenge accepted. Nice. Do you think I won't? <laughs> uh, so if you want to head over to the uh, Flophouse uh, merch store, you can buy this wonderful shirt. Uh, I am indeed rated E for Arrow Gay today. <laughs> but, I love it. <laughs> uh, all right. Speaking of things that are probably a little too spicy for good boys and girls, uh, let's throw our next story up on the screen. <laughs> and uh, Phil Spencer was recently on the Dropped Frames podcast, a fighting game podcast, I believe. Um, And he uh, mentioned that he would like to revisit Killer Instinct, but would like to find the right team to do it. The exact quote says, I will just say Matt and I have discussed many times Killer Instinct and where we would like to go with it. And it's not out of our minds 
that it might be out of our minds, but in our hearts and in our minds that we want to continue to do something with Killer Instinct. It's about finding the right team and the right opportunity, but it is not due to any kind of lack of desire on our part that we're not doing more with Killer Instinct because we love the franchise and the community response. Um, and I can't remember what team was doing Killer Instinct before. I, I think it started... I, I watched... <laughs> Speaking of Matt McMuscles, I watched what happened on Killer Instinct where it started with one team and then it switched to another, but the quality stayed, which is kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, from Double Helix Games to Iron Galaxy Studios. Yes, that, that's, that's it. it. Mm-hmm. I remember Double Helix. Yeah. So Killer Instinct is uh, is definitely a series that is near and dear to my heart. You, you know, they've got a shared history with Nintendo. It was... I, I remember it, that game taught me a lot about the differences in like arcade and home hardware because they were like oh this is running on the ultra 64 but only in arcades for some reason (laughs) and i played it a ton in my local arcade and then then i got the home version and i was like this this doesn't look as good (laughs) i thought this was an i thought you had a nintendo 64 in there nintendo you lied (laughs) um you know, and back in the day, like we we kind of accepted this was that Killer Instinct came out at a weird time, where uh, we we all kind of accepted that console ports looked worse than arcade games, uh, and then you know this was one of the very first arcade games where they claimed it was console hardware in there. They were like, oh yeah, this is what you're gonna get when the N64 comes out in like a year, and then they released what Ki Gold on the N64, and it looked good but definitely nowhere near arcade quality and yeah (laughs) that was that was my first experience with you know like that was a little misleading i'm a little teenage steve is a little upset about this i may or may not have spent a whole summer saving up for this game um whoops classic ki was great I, like, I played a ton of classic KI, like that, but both in the arcade and on Super Nintendo and KI Gold on 64. Uh, but I will say that for whatever reason, I, w- I wasn't really able to get into modern KI as much. I tried, and I don't think they're bad games. I just it didn't oh, really no. grab me in the same way so, KI did. Uh, Microsoft, uh, speaking of which, I have some things I need to show from Microsoft, but I'll save that for the post show. Um, Microsoft was kind enough. This was when I was first getting started covering games. They sent me Killer Instinct, and they're, you know, I had just gotten an Xbox One, and they sent me a review code for Killer Instinct, and they unlocked all the characters, and I played it to death, but it just is lacking something. I, I don't know what it is, but it doesn't have that same feel that the Nintendo versions did. I mean, it's it's kind of like a similar game, but not quite the same, and I, you're always going to lose something when you transition from you know the people that created a game to like a wholly different team. Um you know, just like, you know, over the years, you know, even even you can track it even in AAA games like Mario feels different, you know, after Miyamoto stopped actually making them and started more directing them. Um, so I'm I'm saying it's not worse, but just different. And it, it's something that for me, it didn't resonate quite the same, but I also wouldn't call it like a like a bad game. I just it, it's just something that I didn't enjoy nearly as much. Sure. But I would like to see it continue. Oh, go this ahead. This is I just topic, but I just saw Adam Davis in the chat ask, can Katie join in on hashtag shake that ash tonight? I think it'd be funny. Okay. What is that? So, so shake that ash <laughs> is, 
Yeah. Uh, so Shake That Ash is, is a tradition that started early on where I, uh, when I'm not hosting, uh, basically the person who hosts reads out the executive producer list at the end. So when I'm not the host, I will instead dance. I'll do like a little, you know, so I'll start dancing during the, the EP stream or the EP call outs. And that's all that is. I'm, I promise it's nothing more inappropriate than that. It is really just me dancing during the EP call out. And you but are we do not to join traditionally ask yeah. our guests to dance for our audience i promise right. you bad yeah, so you can join me if you'd like but don't feel any pressure to yeah yeah that <laughs> is yeah <laughs> yeah it's 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 more of like a light-hearted fun thing and, and definitely not the way it sounds <laughs> like, yeah it's not nearly as inappropriate as it sounds i promise <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah. yeah speaking of which you know let's let's move on to more wholesome <laughs> things uh callistus j with a uh, or Kalistus? Kalistus, with a uh, four pound ninety nine pence super chat says I just finished watching the Sonic Symphony and I just want to thank Katie for working so hard and being a hero to the Sonic community. Sonic Movie Two hype, which agreed on all counts. Uh, I, I cannot oh, wait yeah. to see the movie. I can't wait to watch the Symphony this weekend. Um, and, and it is cool to do something that's like one one thing I want to point out is that you know there there's this uh, overriding theme both societally and and on social media that corporations are out to just like, and, and again, corporations do exist to make money. That's their purpose for existing. But, uh, you know, a lot of people like to talk about how corporations aren't your friends and they don't do, you know, they, they don't do objectively nice or kind things, but putting on a Sonic Symphony free for everyone to watch, I can't think of anything that is more objectively kind and nice than that. So I do appreciate, yeah. you know, giving Sonic fans, especially in a year that was, so rough for everyone having to adjust and, and yeah. definitely, uh, you know, a difficult time to give people just something like that to look forward to. I mean, cause Sega easily could have charged easily. I was going to say, especially for something that they, that they, and we, and everyone knows Sonic fans would have gladly paid for. I would have gladly paid oh, for, yeah. for the privilege of all. If, if I found so out the, the VOD was, was, was amazing. exactly. Yeah. If I found out the VOD was 20 bucks to watch, I, I would pay it. You know, just to just to listen and just that Sega put it out there and made it completely free uh, is is something that I do think is kind and and very mm. nice to do. And, and definitely goes a long way towards uh, showing people that, you know, while corporations do exist to make money and to, you know, I mean, they, they got to pay the people that do all that hard work. Uh, you know, sometimes sometimes it's about more than that. And I, I definitely yes. uh, feel feel that, you know, seeing this sonic announcement that or this sonic uh symphony that we watch and i do have i wanted to close the show with something that i also think is really cool about our favorite blue blur so i'm uh gonna go ahead and throw that one up on screen um real quick here and that's just that i i literally just found this while i was trolling for pre-orders today i was uh i found out that metroid dread was up on amazon and i finally managed to secure a pre-order for oh, the nice. collector's edition nice. no amiibo yet but i did manage to at least I get just the, want game. the amiibo that's all i need <laughs> yeah yeah and you know amazon was helpfully like hey here's something you might like and they were right cuz i pre-ordered this too <laughs> uh in in japan uh sonic colors ultimate is is getting a 30th anniversary uh collector's edition obviously not for the game but just for sonic in general and it is reminiscent of the anniversary collection that we got for sonic adventure 2 in japan like it comes with a soundtrack it comes with a coin i still have the one i got decades ago from for sonic adventure 2 and this just brought a huge smile to my face to see 
you know, you get like an art book that goes over the history of Sonic called Life in Sonic's World Volume 1, which makes me hope that there's more volumes of this coming. Right. Um, you get the game itself on PS4 or Switch. You get the soundtrack and you get the Sonic coin. And it's just, I don't normally just like go all out on shilling for products, but I had to show this to you guys. I had to make everyone aware that this exists. Uh, Sonic Colors Ultimate, as you all know, is a game we're all excited for, but mm, my heart. I saw yeah, this and I, I mean, the fact that they're using that artwork of Shadow Maria is like, oh, you know exactly what you're doing. You suck. Yeah. Oh, I love that art of Shadow <laughs> yeah. Maria. And, mm-hmm. and Steve, you say shilling, but I, what I think you mean is chilly thing. Chilly <laughs> yeah. but maybe not chilly dog. <laughs> I, I will no, I will fully admit I am trying to sell people this right now. I uh. I want I want people to buy this because I remember picking up the Sonic Adventure 2 collector's edition and it's still one of my most prized gaming possessions. I mean, it's not rare, it's not hard to find. You can go on eBay and get it for a normal price. It's just the amount of care that is put into these special editions is something that I think if you are a Sonic fan it will end up being something that you truly love and hold on to and keep when you're, <laughs> I bought that when I was 18. I'm 38. <laughs> like that should tell you, you know, and I still have it in the box. Like, and I've taken it out and looked at it many, many, many times. And of course I played through the, the game. <laughs> you know, I played through Sonic yeah. Adventure two. And I just, I love uh, that a character like Sonic who has such a long history uh, is getting their due, you know, is getting something that, that, shows that that pays homage to the legacy of the character and that to me as a fan who has been around for all 30 of those years uh means a lot so i just wanted to share that with our audience show them that you know if you if this is something that means something to you you should definitely go pre-order it uh i'll have a link to it in the description below that but, art book awesome. is the same girl it's... who made the art for the sonic symphony the classic oh, really? that oh. you mentioned so it's nice. all her art there it's fantastic that's uh, i i want this art book so much this is so i know cool. yeah. <laughs> that's why that's why i pre-ordered it but um, no, this is so yeah this is amazing i mm, yeah yeah i i hope and I, obviously i won't press on this but i hope that there that we do get an english version of this art book someday i am i'm am pre-ordering it strictly because i do know that you know it's not always feasible for those things to happen but if it comes out in english i'll just own two of them and that's fine well you know <laughs> you know steve you could pick up udon's the history of sonic which yours truly helped localize so i, if I you have want that an book. english well nice you have it nice so if you do want an english language sonic art book that i worked on there is one out there i mean that sounds like you should be able to just get me one <laughs> <I'm> just <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> i think i could if i still worked at udon it's been a few <laughs> several years since then no yeah. i will i will absolutely have to pick that up uh one of the things that I kind of lost touch with in in my various moves, especially the one from California to Arizona, was that I did have to get rid of a lot of my bigger gaming-related items, like bigger in in terms of the space they took up. And a lot of my books uh, ended up not fitting in the car because I I literally drove to Arizona, just no moving truck, just my car. So I got rid of a lot of things. Yeah, it was terrible. (laughs) It was 13 (laughs) hours, and my poor little dog, like the whole time there, she sat in my lap and... Oh, yeah, she no. was like, why are you doing oh. this to us? <laughs> but yeah. we, we made the trip. <laughs> um, nice. Anyway, that was all the news that I had for today. I'm going to read our final Super Chats before we get into the... Do you uh... mind if I actually take the base forever one, Steve, and you read the last one? No, please do. Do you mind if yeah. I read the Okay, cool. Thank you. So you'll see why in a second. So we do have a $4.99 uh, Super Chat from Base Forever. Thank you so much. Saying, here we go. 
If someone asks you to shake that ash in a way that makes you feel uncomfortable, that's no good. Oh, man, I'm, go. I'm glad you, you so took much. that I one. I just really wanted to do my Urkel Sonic. I really, I just was coming out. I had yeah. to do it. So that was thank good. you, Steve. That was good. That was I actually was gonna yeah. was gonna lean on you for your Sonic impression for my for my now scrapped video, but next year we'll do it. Oh, okay, next year. Cool. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll run. I'll, I'll tell you guys when we're off the air with the with the idea what the concept was for that. Anyway, Alan Wilkinson with a two pound super chat says me costume predictions slash wants for Monday. Um, I've not considered that much. I mean, we've reached a point where I have everything I want in Smash. Everything. <laughs> uh, except for Travis yeah. touchdown, but he is a me costume. Um, mm-hmm. I would say for a me costume at this point, I would I would probably hold out hope for like more Sonic characters or something like that because I know that we've talked about Tails, Shadow, Robotnik, stuff like that in as as actual full fledged characters. And I'll just be honest, I don't think that our final character is is a Sonic character as much as I would like yeah. it. Um, so I I would like that. I would I would say more Sonic me costumes would be cool. I, I'm I expecting some Bandai Namco representation, so I'm expecting Lloyd. Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah, expecting, Lloyd. I'm hoping for Klonoa. That'd be cool. That would um, be nice. I think may, if we're going to get another Tekken uh, me costume, maybe Jin or uh, Nia. Nice. I, uh, I'm definitely predicting Lloyd Nina. at, at the very least. I think, uh, you know, I do think the the door on a Tales of character in Smash has kind of been shut with Kazuya getting in as the second Bandai Namco rep. So I do fully expect to see maybe a Lloyd costume, other Tales of costumes, but Bandai Namco in general. I think Klonoa, a Klonoa costume, as much as I would love to have him in the roster, it's never going to happen. So a costume would be hype. Yeah. Well, how about you? You, you Narukami, though. Oh, sorry. Go oh. ahead. I'm going to say, I want to see Shrek in Smash. <laughs> Shrek. <laughs> nice. Be amazing. Uh, you Narukami in our live audience patron chat, as always, choosing violence when this comes up, saying Sora me costume with three with three devil emoji. We've been going back and forth. You knows that I really want Sora in Smash. You doesn't want Sora in Smash, and we keep going back and forth over this. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. Nice. All right. Uh that's it. Our super chats are done. I'm I feel like this this episode has gone on longer because we love Sonic so much. It's hard for me to stop talking when Sonic's involved. Um, but Same. that that does wrap up our episode for tonight. So, uh, Katie, it seems most of our audience knows you. <laughs> so, but in case <laughs> they don't, uh, where, much where can they find you? Um, I am on Twitter, twitter.com slash Katie, C-H-R-Z, part of my insanely Polish last name. Um, I'm on Twitch at Minikitty. I haven't streamed in at least three months. I average maybe two streams a year since I've started working at Sega. I'm also Instagram, minikitty.tv. Or, even better, find me at youtube.com slash sonic, twitch.tv slash sonic every other Thursday for the Sonic live streams. There we go. Nice. Yeah, I have a feeling there will be a lot of uh, interesting stuff going on on Sonic socials for the next uh, forever. <laughs> but... <laughs> all right. So with that, we've covered all of the major stories from today's news, including me sharing, you know, like my favorite pre-order of the day with you guys. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we, before we sign off, I have to give a special thank you to all of our patrons at every level. Honestly, I mean, y'all make this possible. Uh, June, I'm not going to lie, was was our best month ever, and we hope that we're able to continue yes. that trend. Um, but I have to, as always, give a special thank you to our patrons 
at the producer tier for helping to make this show happen. Y'all know who you are. We love you. Um, we, we really couldn't do this without you. And it feels like this list just grows insanely like over over the six months that we've been doing this this list has just gotten so big and i'm so happy for all of you because we we just couldn't do this without you but as you know there's another group of you that that we uh always talk about at the end of every episode a massive massive thank you goes to our patrons at the executive producer tiers and above and those fine folks include jared edinger brandon bovia rob rman x idiono ben Dan and Twistle, Dennis J, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Adam O'Sullivan, It's ATM, Octopuppet, Richard Herrera, Michael Phone, Echo Carol, The D Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Kitty Kong Fax, Angel Martinez, Vedron Hotik, 112, John, Joshua Hunter, Evernight Studio, Benny Al, Emerald, Azran127, Kenrule09, Pagrema, Jake Pelka, Geller, Shiny Turkey, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Charlie Bird, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Top Dog 23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Shomix, Andrew Medeiros, Oramem, Sakuragi, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Fizzywig Hoid, Critmonger, The Legend of Groose, Eddie B, Kayed, Kit Fisto, Westegg, Deaneth, Coda, Michael McCaw, Goron Amber. Oh, I'm sorry, Michael McCaw, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Hooby, Wolf X Blake, Moon Macarons, Ascaron 809, Kane, Captain Finlandia, 60 minutes and 60 seconds, Christopher Masterson, Spicy Pandotter, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Ravelox, Synchro Lord, Brainchild, My Mom. Hi, Mom. Kotar Peck, Scuff196, Skull Kid Tiger, AJB Cool, Blizzica, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Darik, Jeff Ed, Ray Clawson Jr., Nathan the Voice Actor, Mega Conrad, Hulkamaniac55, Chibi J, and finally, Bongo Lover. <laughs> Remember, you too can become a patron over at patreon.com slash gvgaming. Where for as little as a dollar a month, you can get access to our exclusive Discord. Uh, there are a ton of other perks. $5 gets you into our exclusive post show, which we're going to be headed to in just a few moments. And whether you, whether you uh, support us on Patreon or you're just here on YouTube or you're listening to us on podcast services around the globe, we appreciate you so, so much. Thank you so much for watching. That does it for today's news tonight for June 25th. Good night, everybody. And good vibes. We'll be back uh, Monday. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye, everyone. Thank you for having me.